Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. Thanks for listening and remember to like, share, and comment on the content. Hit that notification tab, so you will know when new content has been uploaded. And now your host, Big VJ. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, yes indeed, beloved, this is indeed your brother. Big VJ is checking in. Today's conversation, we are going to listen to a conversation, right? There's a sister being interviewed. She's giving her testimony about how she got caught up in infidelity and ultimately lost her husband in the process, right? So normally on this podcast, when we talk about relationships, the backdrop of it be like an email or like a DM, right? And we put it on the table and then we have a conversation about it, right? This time is going to be a little different because we're going to listen in to the testimony of this sister and it can be found on Breakbeat Media. This is the name of the platform, the YouTube channel. The video is titled, Wife Loses 100 Pounds and Then Cheats, right? So, we're going to pick right up about the almost eight-minute mark when she's going right into the affair, right, with a co-worker. So, before we play the video, we're going to do this, right? Everything is going to remain the same like we typically do on this podcast. This is a no-judgment zone. I want two kind of ears to open up. I want the females, our sister's ears to open up. I want the queens to listen. Not only that, I want the kings to listen up. Because as she's giving her testimony, as she's seeing it from her POV, talking about what's happening to her, both of us as kings and queens from the village we can learn from our sister's situation not judge we can learn and while we are learning brothers if you are dealing with a woman that got an old man at the house I want you to really listen and then brothers with an old lady and a wife at the house I want you also to listen in because I don't want you to think this is just his wife that's doing this What do we say on this podcast, beloved? If you are married to a black and brown woman, it is something about the co-worker. Black and brown women always find themselves fucking the co-worker. It's not just his old lady. This This is almost unfortunately normal. So we're just going to play it. We're going to listen. It's on the table. And then every now and then, of course, we're going to stop and give our commentary. But, you know, the video in its entirety is like 50 minutes long. So we ain't going to break down the whole 50 minutes. We're not going to listen to the entire 50 minutes today. The goal is to do maybe like 20 minutes. So we may have to have like three parts. 20, 20, and 10. Right? If we can do it that way, it'd be great. But again, I have to say this. I got to stress this. We do a no judgment zone over here. 
because we're humans. This is why I'm asking the brothers. I don't want you to hear this guy's wife in the podcast. I want you to hear your wife in the podcast. And you can constantly see how this how women fall into this. And then I want to put I want you to put yourself as the other guy. Because many of the brothers in our village, they become the other guy knowing this sister got a whole husband at home. Knowing also that man, that's a weak spot for them. And when they husband, we're talking about for the sisters, when a husband leave them, the guy that you're chasing in the street for, he's not going to backfill that husband position. It's not going to happen. Please get that out of your mind. The streets is a myth. Nothing is real in the streets. You understand what I'm saying? So we're picking up at the round, right around the eight minute mark. And then we're going to take it from there, right? Just let it roll. I think that he felt betrayal. How could you do this? And I met you this week. How could you lose this week and just totally change when I met you? Let me pause it one more time. I'm going to give you a little background. The sister met the brother when she was 19. She was like 300 pounds and some change. And then he's a pretty big guy too, right? Well, she had some surgery, right? It, it removed the weight and then she began to work out. So she had a, she had a, the curvy, you know, she is very curvy, slim, thick, the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? As if she got a BBL, but she was already kind of thick. So when she got the, she did stomach work, she just was really curvy. And then this newfound attention, it was very, very difficult for her to handle it. Right. So she just picking up where, you know, she's engaging the coworker. And this is what we always say on this platform. The coworker and the guy at the gym It's like always those two guys. You know what I mean? And then she's just going to go from there. So we're going to let it roll at you at this weight. You think that he felt betrayal? I think that he did because he supported me. He was there for me when I was 320 pounds. Mm. And then when I lost the weight, I, I was different. My behaviors were different. What do you mean? Um, I dressed differently. Um, I wore more fitting clothes. I started to go out a lot more with my girlfriends more than ever. Um, I started getting a lot of attention, a lot more attention from men, and I didn't know how to handle it. Mm. I just couldn't handle it. I think about two different mentalities, right? Mm -hmm. I think about the girl that gets the BBL. Mm -hmm. uh, one day, I don't know, let's say she has an undesirable body. Mm -hmm. The next day, she's the most desirable woman in the world. Mm -hmm. There's a mentality that goes into that, right? Yeah. Because in your mind, you're still that girl before the body. You can't just change that overnight. Right. But when you lose the weight and you put in the work for the weight to be gone, I feel like the mentality is sort of gradual and you sort of become that person in a different way. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think about that? Well, let me correct you. So I had weight loss surgery. So I didn't put in as much work. It's kind of similar to getting a BBL. You go in one day and you're you don't have a desirable body mm. and then you come out and you do. With weight loss surgery, it's gradual, but it's it's kind of quick when you lose the weight. You mm. lose the weight pretty quickly. I lost 100 pounds in six months. So it was quick. Uh, what kind of surgery was this? Um, the sleeve, gastric sleeve. Okay, and yeah. they just 
So they make your stomach smaller so you can consume less. I've heard about this. Yeah. I've heard about Very this. old surgery. Yeah, everybody's getting it now. Everybody and their mama. <laughs> Everybody. Okay. So you go, you going out, you, you hanging out. Yeah. Does he say something to you? At first, he kind of let it slide. Mm -hmm. He stayed at home with the baby. Um, I had a one-year-old at the time. Wow. And he stayed at home with the baby, and he kind of let me do my thing. Yeah. At yeah. first. And then it was like, all right. And then he was like, okay, do you have to go out? Every weekend. Oh, he was out every weekend. And during the week sometimes. So you're meeting men? Well, no, not at first. So I I was getting a lot of attention from men. Right. But at first, that was all it was. It was nothing any more than that. Just the attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bring me to the day you cheated. First time. So uh met a guy at work and we started to become friends. He was very flirtatious, gave me a lot of attention. I had just had a baby. I was about a year postpartum. Mm. And I was feeling, I mean, the weight was gone, but I was still feeling bad. I was feeling bored and frumpy. Mm. And I just wanted some excitement. And he and I became friends and it was innocent at first. And then it gradually started to progress into something a little more inappropriate. Each day, you know, I worked with this guy. Work so husband. I had to see him. Yeah. You know, he would walk me to my car if it was too dark at night, whatever. And we began to talk on the phone. It was over after that. The phone. The phone. We started talking. We became friends. And it was like, well, let's go out for a drink. I'm like, okay, cool. So then now I'm lying to my husband saying I'm going out with the girls when really I'm going to meet him. And it just gradually worked itself up from let's stop it right there let's stop it right there earlier in the video within the first seven minutes we skipped that the way that this sister introduced her marriage is that her and her husband was best friends they're not best friends what we stress on real black content form podcast is that you become best friends um when you have a spouse right when you marry you don't get any points for turning down unattractive women, right? Women don't get any points for for turning down unattractive men. The points come in is when you turn down that show that you like. The points come in when you turn down that dude that you like. That's what. It, that's when you start getting the points, right? The transparency and communication is so important, right? So, the minute this sister seen the guy. And he gave her those butterflies in her stomach. And she's seen him as a potential sexual partner. This is when you disclose this information to your old man. I'm going to tell you why. She's going to finish the entire story. Of course, every, you know, you, you stepping out, you get everything happy, you get busted. He finds out. There's nothing worse than a man being blindsided. I want you to hear me good. There's nothing worse than a female that is being blindsided by her spouse. If she just would have went home and she said, you know what, baby, I'm just, I love you, but I'm going to tell you something. It's a guy at the job. I don't even know why. I think he's so attractive. He give me butterflies when I'm around him. He just, he always smell good. He look good. He talk good. I just do not know, you know, so 
as your wife, I want you to pray for me because it's just like it's difficult for me. I'm attracted to this guy. Now, no matter what he comes back and tell you, you put that on the table. He knows. Now, let's say, for instance, that's all you say. And then you go on and and then he later finds out a year or two years later. Damn, you slept with him. He's not blindsided, though. The first thing your husband is going to say is, damn, she kind of told me, though, that she like she she told it. She brought it to me. There's an accident between two vehicles that's called being T-boned. Being T-boned means you just caught, you didn't see the car coming. It just it hit you in the side. You didn't even see it. Being T-boned is like one of the most deadliest car accidents you can because you've never seen the car coming. But if you're kind of looking through your review and you see the guy, you see all the young ladies, they're speeding. They're not going to be able to stop at the time. You kind of see it. You can say, well, damn, I didn't think the motherfucker was going to hit me, but I, I kind of seen you already kind of like had the heads up. People like having the heads up. This is why we say this often. How could you lay in the bed with somebody every day and feel something different about somebody else and you just can't say it? It is something about our people in sneaking. You know, our people are addicted to sneaking. This is why we often say, well, you know, infidelity is like a form of mental illness almost because it's something about becoming childlike, having the elementary and middle school, high school mentality about I can just sneak, sneak, sneak and get my way and do what I want instead of just saying, listen, husband or wife this is me i'm feeling this way i don't know i don't even know why i'm feeling this way but this is what i got going on inside of me what should we do about this and then as a couple you all take it from there we're going to let the sister continue she's doing good we're going to let her continue though from there and i was just so enamored with this person mm. and his personality and his charisma mm. and he wasn't boring and i mm. was excited mm. to go to work you know, it was it was crazy. It's crazy. My name is Mark. <sighs> wow. Um, man, like you experiencing that, it mm -hmm. was such a new feeling. Yes, very new. I had never felt that way before in my life, ever. Mm. Like the excitement, the what I thought at the time was love. I had never felt that before, ever. I have never felt so more desired in my life, mm. ever. And even though my husband, he was very uplifting, you're beautiful, you're this, but this was different. This was, not only did he tell me I was beautiful, but I actually felt it too. You know, when my husband would tell me, I'd be like, oh, whatever, you're supposed to say that. Mm -hmm. But when this guy, it was just, it was just different. It was just different. It was just different. It, it, I could tell that it, it sort of brings you back to that, that very feeling. Intense. And it's very a, intense. Let me say this. Let me say this real quick. We got to pause it again. Uh, nephew, I want you to listen up. I want you to totally understand why everything feels intense. She is in a fantasy relationship. She's living in a delusion. She's living in an illusion, right? She just had a uh, she just had a child, and some people want their love and attention without responsibility. You see, the husband at home 
he comes with a set of responsibilities. You got to cook for him. You got to clean for him. You got to take care of his children. You got to wash his clothes. You got to clean up behind him. He got to clean up behind you. You guys are paying bills together. It's a whole thing. The outside nigga is not so. When they meet up with each other, it's just 100% attention on each other. They're not paying bills together. They're not focusing on raising children together, putting children through private school or college or helping children with the homework and making sure they make their hospital appointments. Nothing. When she meet dude, all they can do is show up and freak out. Have a good freak session and go back home to the real world. See, the real world is not a lot of excitement that comes with the real world. It's the real world. This is life. Some of our sisters, some of our brothers need an escape. So nephew, I want you to always remember this. Women cheat in their path. Did you hear me? When they're fucking off, they're fucking off in their path. Black and brown women are too lazy to go outside of their path and meet a guy. This is why they fuck the co-worker. The guy from the organization that they're part of. Uh, sometimes the guy from the church house or the mosque or the gym. If you want to know who a woman is dealing with, you look at her schedule. You look at her schedule. If she wakes up in the morning and she goes to the gym and she goes to the job and she come back home, just know the guy she's fucking with is in her path. Women do not go outside of their path and fuck with nobody. Men go all outside the path, cross town, around town. Uh, we deal with women from our high school, the high school we almost was going to go to, the junior college, the real college, the bar, uh, the strip club. We meet women wherever, not even in our path, stop, talk to them, grocery store, and we hook up with them. Women is not like that. So she, everything she says, she feel like she's in love and everything is intense. But you know what? If that nigga would have left that job, everything would have went away. She's not going to chase him around the city. Women don't do that. So you have to know that they do that, number one. They cheat in their path. Number two, you got to know, we got to get past this whole, this is my high school sweetheart. She ain't going to do it. This is my college sweetheart. She ain't going to do it. We got to get past this. We can take our old ladies for granted. The woman did some surgery, right, on her body. She was 300-some pounds, and now she got the Coke bottle. I'm never going to tell a man that it's his fault for having his old lady step out. If she's working on her outside, bro, you got to work on your outside. That's why we say, nephew, when you come here, we don't sugarcoat nothing. We say, listen, it's cool for a woman to love you. You know, it's cool for her to love you with a heart. It's cool to marry your high school sweetheart. It's cool. It's cool to marry your college sweetheart. But it's different when a woman loves you with her heart and her eyes. She can look at you and get stimulated. When she's talking during this interview, talking about the side dude, he's you can all he's pleasing to the eye. You can tell. Because everything he says, it registered with her because he's attractive. She's attracted to the guy. Black women and brown women are horrible at turning down niggas that they are attracted to. They ain't no good at that. Don't let them come with some muscles and some shit. They're like, oh my God, it's going to. It's a reason why gentlemen clubs have nice looking people in there with amazing bodies, both male and female. It's a reason for that. 
So just be mindful, beloved, that your old lady, first of all, she's going to get some surgery. She's going to be more desirable now. You got to be mindful also that, listen, um, your biggest stumbling block is going to come from your own people. Black males going to hit on your wife. Ain't nothing sacred to us. Black women got to know that. Ain't nothing sacred in our community. Your biggest stumbling block as a wife is going to be another black woman hitting on your husband. This is the reality of the matter. We'll continue to play. She's doing very well. We're not judging. This is a teachable moment now. Because we have to look at it like this is not the husband going through this. Women that's are attracted that they're around a man they're attracted to they're all going to do the same thing so we stress here that it is a big difference between a woman fucking off and a woman cheating it's two different things we're going to let it continually play out and i'm gonna ask you guys which one is she doing we're going to see which one she's doing we're going to let it, she's doing good we're going to let it keep going intense yeah yeah so y'all yeah, out for a drink you have a drink, mm -hmm. it goes too far. Way too far. Um, we started talking every single day, um, meeting before work, staying late after work, and it just progressed from there. What did y'all have sex at? Oh, oh wow. um, at a hotel for the first time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, at a hotel. You set it up, like, all right, this is, this is gonna happen. Well, he set it up, um, we talked about it mm -hmm. a lot. I was very scared because mm -hmm. I had never stepped out in my relationship ever. Mm -hmm. So I was very, very scared, but I was willing to take the risk because that's how intense the relationship between us had got. It's interesting that you said, I never stepped out in my relationship, but you were emotionally stepping out of your relationship. Mm -hmm. And we don't sort of factor that into like the, the yeah. cheating aspect. And yeah. Probably the more dangerous thing that we could be doing, right? Yeah. It's like, but I meant before him. Yeah, before yeah, him, no, no, I no. had never yeah. emotionally. I wasn't talking to anybody. Yeah. Never. Mm -hmm. When I met him, that's when it all started. The emotional cheating and then the physical cheating. Right. Yeah. After that hotel, we call it Pandora's box, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. once you open it, it's impossible. To impossible. Close. It's impossible. Once you open that up. Yeah. What was the difference in being at home? What was the energy like when you went back home? What you you now like like we said, we we've uncovered it. Yeah. The the forbidden. Some things are left off limits because God knows we cannot cut it off. Can't handle it. Right. So what was that dynamic like when you come back home and nobody knows? And it's it's still your secret. Well, it was exciting because it was a secret. Mm -hmm. But when I came home, I was just, I loathed coming home. I did not want to come home. I mm. wanted to be in that excitement, that euphoria forever. Mm. I hated coming home. Mm. Um, so it was hard. I lived a double life. I was a different person at work and with him. And I was a different person at home with my baby and with my ex-husband. It was hard. It was very exhausting, but it was so exciting mm. and enchanting and I did not want to stop. It became an addiction. Was sleeping with your husband difficult? Very. Why? Because I only wanted the other guy. Wow. I was so in love. I was so, well, I thought I was in love. I was, you know, my random, crazy, mixed up depiction of love. That's what I felt at the time. And I didn't want anybody with him.
one. And at this time, is this other guy married? He was. I didn't know at the time. I just thought he mm. was a living girlfriend, but it turns out that was his wife. Wow. Yeah. Did you find it easier to cheat with somebody that was with somebody? Did that, or did you not care? You were just so enamored by this one individual. Well, I didn't care. Didn't I was care. so enamored. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't his wife, so I thought, so I thought I was okay. I'm like, whatever, it's just your baby mama, who cares? Yeah. Um, but I was a little jealous I, because there were times I wanted to be with him and I couldn't because he had someone else. I had way more freedom than him. And that's the thing. Way more. You, 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 you do this thing, mm -hmm. right? And I'm obviously... Let's stop a second. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Um... The sister said she felt as though she loved him and he loved her, right? I feel like this is a teachable moment, right? Um, the man in the situation she was dealing with knew she was green. You know how we say on the block, if you want something green and slow, you need to go get the turtle. The dude came to the job site and he found the turtle. She was green and she was slow, right? A side nigga's job is to make the wife or the married woman feel like if her husband wasn't with her, he want her place. That's the only job a side nigga got. That's it. He has to make a married woman feel like, you know, he would love to be her husband. And if it wasn't, you know, if her husband was out of the way, he would love to be with her. The reality of the matter, he don't want her. Because one thing about a side nigga is he can see you for what you are. You see what I mean? See, every time you show up at that side nigga house or his apartment or it's a condo or the motel y'all at or the backseat of the car or y'all fucking at the job, you know what he's thinking? See, your old man don't know you out here. You see what I'm saying? He knows your old man don't know. And he's able to see how far you're willing to go with a husband at home. Not only that, he can see how good your husband is to you. See, we live in the age of social media. So I'm pretty sure not only is she fucking her co-worker, she fucking a Facebook friend or one of her Instagram followers or he follow her on Twitter because this is how you message young ladies these days. It's the DM thing. Y'all going back and forth. So the dude is looking at you, your husband, your family, right? He can see what your old man look like. He can see your old man taking you out and doing his net for you. And he's saying, you know what? She's with a pretty solid dude. And you know what he's thinking? Damn, your husband deserved better. In his mind, he's saying, bitch, you ain't shit. Like, look at you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you all hugged up on the pictures with your old man, but I just fucked you last night. I'm going to fuck you again. I'm going to freak you out the first chance I get like never before. And I'm going to continue to do that. And he's also going to eventually try to get rid of that rubber. He's going to try to fuck raw. And he's going to have you and your husband both fucking you raw. Because feeling the flesh is no limits to feeling the flesh. So y'all doing oral sex. Y'all going to be fucking raw. And the minute your husband leaves you after he find out that nigga don't want you. He don't think you a cheater. He know you a cheater. Women got to understand that men definition of love 
consists of two things. When a man love you, or we say we love you, how you judge that is this. We willing to die for you. We willing to kill for you. Sisters got to know that. It ain't how good we can fuck you. It ain't if we can go down and eat, eat some pussy or buy you a handbag or give you some money or take you to some couple of lunches here and there and maybe sneak out and take you to a dinner that ain't love. When a man love you, what he's really saying is, I'm willing to die for you. I'm willing to kill for you. There's not that many women that live on the planet that a man is willing to die for, that a man is willing to kill for, that a man loves. Big mama, mama, sister maybe, wife for sure, daughter for sure. Everybody else, we ain't willing to die for, we ain't willing to kill for. Now I got to break that dying and killing. Dying can mean physically that he can physically die for you. That also means he's given his life for you. So when a man is sacrificing his time, which is his life to make sure you're taken care of, he's sacrificing his life for you to make sure you're straight. But in him doing that, how can he respect you when you're giving your body to a nigga that won't do half of what he would do for you? That's why most men just leave. Now, once he leaves, the nigga you cheat with, he don't want you. He knows you a cheater. He can't love you. He can't be in a position where he's willing to die or kill for you. He knows you're not loyal. So you want to get a man's respect. You say, no, bro, I can't do it. As much as I want to put this pussy on you, I'm mad I can't do it. Because I know if I lose my husband, you're not going to take his place. With that being said, men have a responsibility. We know other men, this is hard for them to take. This is a hard pill for them to swallow. When a man is fucking your wife, he taking a little bit of pride out of you. Now, yeah, you can come back and make the bitch pay offering and do all this whole kind of shit. But let's just say it's not there. Every man is wired different. But for the most part, we know most men can't come back from this. He can't get the image of another nigga jumping off the dresser. Fucking this bitch. You know what I mean? She's sucking his dick. He fucking her all over the city. All in the hotels room. All over everywhere. He can't get that out of his mind. Since we know that as men. Especially black men. Original men. And we know the bulk of our the village that we come from. Is majority single. Why would we put a black family at jeopardy. To make sure we get our dick wet. It's not that big of a deal. That's why I say, man, it's a level of, we talking about the mental, right? Infidelity, it is a level of mental illness in that. Because you start acting childlike and you're sneaking. I just can't see a grown man sneaking. Don't you know when this woman's husband was calling her, that side nigga sitting up next to her, he quiet. He ain't going to say nothing. She got, he, she like, shut the fuck up. I'm on, and he got to be quiet. And who's doing that? I'm, nobody's doing that. No. Body is, is doing that. We're going to let it continue to play because, man, the sister is doing good. Listen, the interviewer is doing good work. Beloved, this is a great teachable moment for us. We're not judging no sister. I just wish the man could have seen dude wife and would have been like, nah, I ain't going to. I could put this dick on you. I could do it. But if you get caught, you see what I'm saying? That nigga going to leave you and I'm not going to take his spot. It's not worth the risk for us 
banging out for 15, 20 minutes. It's not even worth it. And we got to be able to shut these sisters down, bro. Just tell them, no, it's cool. We get married women. We get it. I get it. We get married women approaches all the time at work. We just be like, nah, I'm cool. And you tell them, we joking, but I tell them, hey, I don't want to fuck your shit up. You know what I'm saying? That nigga going to leave you, baby. I ain't going to fuck your shit up. I ain't finna sneak around with you. I can't do it. That's the level that we all got to get to in the village. It's not right. It's not right for anybody to engage in infidelity. But when it comes to a man, I can almost a little bit more wink at it if he fucking off with a single bra. I can kind of see it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you I can see it, but I just can't see you fucking with a Mary bra. Knowing she's in the legacy of family. Knowing the nigga will leave her when he get caught. That's just crazy to me. That Because I just couldn't have that be a part of my legacy. Like, yeah, shorty was married. I'm fucking with her. She get caught. The nigga leave her. And I, I got to live with that. I got to. Because I ain't going to leave mine. So I got to live with that. That's that's absolutely bananas. But we'll let it continue to play. Obviously not yours and you're not mine. Mm -hmm. But... No, he was you. mine. He was mine. I'm sorry, honey. He was mine. At the time. So I thought, right? I was going crazy. Nearly lost it. He was mine at the time. So when you found out he, this is actually his wife, how do you feel? Does your feelings change? Do you, does your disposition change? Like, or do you just like, you know what, I don't give a fuck. Well, actually, I didn't find out until it was over between him and I. Oh. But it crushed me. Even after the fact, it crushed Why? me because I felt like he lied. Like, how could you lie to me? We were, we, we, we don't lie wow. here. Mm. You know, we tell each other everything. How could you lie? Mm. So I felt betrayed. Let's stop. Did y'all catch it? Beloved, I'm going to tell you some cold shit. If you want some green and slow, you better go get a turtle. Dude found a turtle at the job. She's saying she couldn't believe that the side nigga lied to her. Baby girl, the whole thing is a lie. See, y'all y'all kicking it on a foundation of manipulation, lying, and being deceptive. Ain't nothing in the streets world. Everything in the streets is a myth. Dope game, weed game, the blade game. I'm talking about pimping and horn. The check cashing game, the scammer game. The booster game, the side chick, side nigga game, it's all the same. It's the streets. You could have lost your life. Now, your green ass is sitting up spilling your guts to him. He know your whole family dynamic. You don't know his. You didn't even know he was really married. He probably following you on goddamn social media and he you can't see his shit, but he looking at your shit. You green. He knew you was green and you know what, baby girl? When you workplace pussy, you ain't the only one. You didn't just show up at the job and then he was, you know. No, baby, normally what happens is that when dude dropping dick off at the job, he fucking by three or four, y'all. Married or not married, that's just something that we as men got to work on. Our discipline, don't. You know what I'm saying? If he fucking the single broads around, I'm like, okay. When he start throwing that dick to married bro, because he fucking all y'all raw. It's important that you at least know that. That's why when we talk about on this podcast, infidelity, hey, man, the first place you go is to the clinic. Because, listen, 
this applies for men and women. If your husband cheating, he ain't dropping, you know, raw dick with you as a wife, and then he gonna go out in the street and put a condom on. Niggas ain't going out in the street putting no rubbers on. So women back in the day, back in the day, it was a rule that they don't fuck two men raw because the embarrassment of getting pregnant, they couldn't figure out who was the father. It used to be a rule of thumb for street women that they gonna fuck the old man, the baby daddy, and the husband raw. And if they got a nigga on the side, he got to put a condom on. Not no more. Not no more. We live in a day and age that I unfortunately predicted that, listen, because of the way that our people send their wives to work, black men's going to get almost have to get used to their women having, I'm talking about their wives, having outside children by side niggas now. Because he's fucking your wife war. He, he's fucking her raw these days. He's fucking her raw. And black men and brown men in the woods of North America and the territory that we call the United States, we are the only ethnic group that allow our women to work at any kind of job. Warehouse jobs. I see women at construction sites. They work at the refinery, the chemical plant, the automotive plant. They all in manufacturing. They work at the post office. Right? Come on. They work at the... They down at the airport working. They doing TSA. They at the hospital. They nurses. They CNAs. They working. Uh, they working for the board of education. They working at all these banks. They working at the Department of Transportation. They're working side by side with other men all the time. Japanese women, they can't do that. Chinese women can't do that. Korean women can't do that. Uh, Indian women ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Lebanese women, Turkish women, Jewish women, not doing that. Arabian women is not doing it. Only black and brown men allow their wives to work all over the place because black men are underneath the illusion that his wife is safe because she fucked less than five niggas or he her second nigga or she, you know, she is high school sweetheart or college sweetheart and she just won't do it and she loved nobody but him and time and time again we see the same story of black women married fucking their co-workers because we let our wives work any fucking way and we think we got the special one that is the most saddest part we got the special one and it keeps happening over and over and over Mr. Farrakhan said that data dictate policy data this is what dictate policy. This is what dictate what you do in the future. The data. It is almost normal, beloved, to see wives fucking the co-workers and fucking a guy at the gym. It's normal now. Since you got the data, what policy is black men going to put moving forward? That's the real question. We ain't blaming the brother now because, you know, but I'm just saying like, bro. It's this whole she's different game isn't working. It's not working. Why the fuck is your old lady at the warehouse? Why is she at the plant? Why is she even here? Y'all want to check that bad? Why is she here? We'll continue to let it play. Even, but it was over by that point, so it was nothing. The height of infidelity, mm -hmm. the height. What was that? What was the regular day like? Oh, it was euphoria. It was talking to him and texting Damn. him all day. 
It was getting in trouble at work because I'm in my phone all day. It was lying, figuring out how I'm gonna lie to get out of the house this evening because I gotta get to this man. We're going out. I don't care what it is, I gotta go. Mm. So at the height of my infidelity, it was just euphoric. Mm. It, it was euphoric. That's the only way I can describe it. Mm. Damn. I, 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 I see you go back to that place. It's, yeah. it's very interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, what, does she, how did your husband find out? I confessed. Pango Books is the marketplace for book lovers. Oh, you confessed. I confessed. I couldn't sleep. My conscience was eating me alive and I was exhausted from all the lies. And, I, you know, I had to be one person at work, one person with him, one person at church. Too much. It was too much. I couldn't talk to anybody about it. And this is how, after how long? Maybe like 18 months or so. Wow. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah. To be that connected to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And be doing this secret with someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all talking on the job. Yeah. Y'all talking on the job. I mean, yeah. We have. <laughs> <laughs> it has happened. It did happen yeah. a couple times. No, but most of the time, it was set up for hotel stays. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. being messy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. I want to say this real quick. Uh, salute to the queen for her transparency. We're not judging our queen, right? Um, salute to her for her transparency. Salute to the brother that's doing the interview. He's not judgmental. Everything is real comfortable. Um, beloved, we're in nation building time. We're in a nation building era, right? And um, unfortunately, right? On this road to building a nation, nothing is sacred to our village. The black male, the black husband got to know his number one enemy, his number one stumbling block is going to be another black male hitting on his wife. You got to know that. The black woman also got to know it's the same thing. We got to know that, right? Because we know that, we have a saying on this podcast that if a nigga got access to your wife, being that he have access, he going to give us some dick to digest. There's nothing special about it. Just access. In a weird kind of way, a husband can learn from her wife's side, nigga, if he can get his ego out the way. And what I mean, he can learn, I don't mean like he sit on the jack with this nigga and he asking this nigga how he jumped off the dresser and was fucking your old lady and how he put in the sex swing and you know what I'm saying? He got them put in the figure four headlock. I ain't saying like that. There's a piece of, in her. Because at the root, we all know that sex is genetic survival. It's how you, you know. So there's something in her subconscious that's in her conscious and subconscious that's drawing her through attractiveness to him. It, it's something that's actually there. We ain't going to play this game like... See, it's always emotional when a woman do it because even though we hear this sister story, every woman ain't got the same story. Some women, some women don't get hung up over the outside dick like that. So we have to make and put a difference between the two. 
on this platform we identify that as there is a big difference between a woman that is cheating on you and a woman that's fucking off on you a woman that's cheating on her husband is a woman that got an outside interest with the intentions of one day possibly somehow some way leaving her husband to be with that other nigga then it's another woman that just fucking off she has absolutely no intention zero zilch none of leaving her husband for the outside nigga you can tell who is who by behavior it's clear beloved as we listen to our sister's testimony she was cheating she wasn't just fucking off she was cheating she just needed a reason to get out that situation and that is the marriages that i say you know you really can't save those because she's gone men can take a lot you know what i mean men can take a lot but when the woman is gone he knows when she's gone she's gone brother she got that step on you she got one foot out the door she's gone there's not much you can do if you fuck off and you get caught and it's the whole he'll do his best the husband will to save the marriage but it's important that women know this too it's important you know this too most men that have cheated in their marriage they tend to be more lenient to forgive their wife for cheating because they both fucked off so they're like okay a player can forgive another player because it's just some player shit so the minute he catch up he's like oh man you know because he can recall all the time he fucked other niggas old lady he fucked other nigga wives and he like okay this is just the karma coming back around he get it beloved i'm gonna share this with you a square don't get that sister if you got a square he ain't gonna never understand he is the example of discipline in the household he ain't fucking old he's not going to be able to wrap his mind around you fucking up he ain't doing it players go uh, you know in a weird kind of way a player look at it like man you know a nigga hitting your wife he look at it like man if i catch this nigga wife i can hit this bitch because he's a player all players know how to do with some player shit a square don't think like that a square he's going to be listen he going to be sitting around all day moping losing weight damn nigga fucking my bitch his pride goddamn going down he gonna be sitting around all day envisioning this shit like damn he was hitting you from the back damn you were sucking his dick damn i can't believe he was missionary he had putting your angles behind your head and shit like that damn you know he, he held you upside down and all this old shit he was fucking you on the balcony he ain't gonna never be able to get past that the player he'll get past it so sis you better know what you're dealing with brother you better know what you're dealing with because ultimately we want to get past all that and we, we want to stand on discipline we want to stand on business man i ain't gonna do it I could hit you, but I ain't gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? You got a husband, sis, I ain't gonna do it. I wanna put this dick on you, but I, I ain't gonna do it. The sister's doing good. We're gonna let it keep playing. But yeah, that's a that's a long time to be let alone not just fucking, but just talking to somebody yeah. for 18 months. I was exhausted. Yeah. I was exhausted. Um it became very messy between me and the other guy because I wanted his time. Mm. And he knew what it was. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. I mean, I knew, but I didn't want to accept it. 
Yeah. I thought that the relationship that we had was so powerful that I could change his mind. Oh, wow. You know what's crazy? I, I, I heard this one, uh, I don't know if it was a quote, but it was just like, you never hear the story about the, the side the side dude, right? Yeah. Like, the side dude never comes out like, yeah, yeah it was me. <laughs> yeah, but you hear a lot of side chicks. Because maybe women get that emotional attachment that men sort of can just disconnect yeah. from. Yeah. You think Unfortunately. That? I don't think he disconnected that easy, mm. but way easier than myself. Mm -hmm. He knew what it was. He was more logical about it of than I was. Mm -hmm. I was ready to leave my baby, leave my family. This was nice. I love y'all. I see y'all on the weekend. I wanted to be with him at all costs. Dang. He was ready to leave your kid. When I say leave my kid, I mean, here, Dad, you can have her. I'll see y'all on the weekend. If this don't work out, she's yours. Just let me be happy with him. Dang. At the time, Shit. looking back on that now, I'm like, ugh, it's cringy. It is cringy. Let's stop it one more time. You hear when the, uh, when the queen said, where it's a leader, it was a little easier for him to disconnect. Uh, but it was hard, but he was able to disconnect. I'm going to hit with you some game. It was easy. You know why? He never was connected to you. You workplace pussy, baby. Do you really think you're the only shorty at the job he fucking? Of course not. Sometimes I feel like when uh, green ass women get in the game, when turtles get in the game, right? Because when you see somebody green and slow, that's a turtle. When a turtle get in the game, because anything you're dealing with outside your significant other, you're in the game. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when turtles get in the game, though, uh, I feel like, you know, they, they have this kind of setup in their mind that, well, you got somebody and I got somebody. And when we're cheating, we're just cheating with each other and we don't cheat with nobody else. And the game don't work like that. That game is non-stop manipulation. So when he fucking you, he fucking somebody else there. It's kind of like easy to fuck you because you married. You can't walk around this bitch and brag about it. You putting dick on the man, bro. What's she going to do? She going to brag about it? You can't. You're so into him. I can look at you and say, man, this nigga put you on camera. You know what I'm saying? You didn't send this nigga new pictures and all this kind of shit. You took it overboard. You trusted him. You know what the sad thing about it? And it's, I hate to say it this way, but I got to say it this way. Man, that nigga could have sexually assaulted you in the worst way. Because you were so open, you forgot you was in the street. And you know, a lot of sexual assaults, especially in the big city, see, they come from green-ass women like you trusting. Trusting niggas in the street. I wouldn't have been surprised at all. One bit, I wouldn't have been surprised at all. If you went into the hotel room and he up in there. And then he gets you naked and his partner come out the bathroom on you. What the fuck you finna do? Holler? Sure, you ain't supposed to be here. What the fuck you finna holler and say, I ain't? This is how women get sexually assaulted. That's why when you look at the data, because data should dictate policy. How you do things from now on, the data should do it. Don't you know that over 90% of women get sexually assaulted? My man, they already know. There ain't no stranger coming off the street, hitting you in the head in the alley, some shit like that. Black woman, you got to be careful. So you know what being careful is? Keep your monkey ass at home and stay at the street. That's what careful is. A piece of dick fucked up your whole shit. Nigga killed your whole legacy by dropping dick. We're going to leave it there, right? Because on the video, we at the 20-minute mark. 
and it's 50 minutes so we want to see can we do like 20 20 and 10 and then we're going to wrap it up really on the last one but it's important that we talk to the youth to nephews to nieces to the men this is you on the other side bro if you fucking with a married bro this is you on the other side you finna fuck a whole household up so you can get a nut bro you know you're not gonna take this responsibility of this woman over you know it and if you so childlike in your thinking you thinking oh i can just run around with this broad and we ain't gonna never get caught this is the age of technology you always get caught it's going to be some kind of track and trace left behind you're going to get caught the universe is not going to allow somebody just to do something on and on and never get caught it never happens it absolutely never happens i admire beloved the way young people do their marriages the minute they get married because we live in the age of technology as soon as the young people get married they put each other on track they show each other location they put each other on tracking devices they don't have to worry about where the fuck you been they can look at the phone and say oh my wife is over here my husband they don't even play that shit when you're a little older you play that shit but then it shouldn't take all of that for you just to do whatever you're supposed to be doing hell you jumped up and said you're gonna forsake all others ain't nobody twist your arm to make you say that you said it if you feel like you couldn't have did it don't say them vows make up your own vows hell we living in a day and time where i can't even believe people are still fucking off and cheating on each other because you can find whatever kind of person you want on the internet if you want a wife that's gonna let you fuck off every now and then dog you can get one off the internet it's women that's they got open marriages left and right if you want a man you can fuck off on they got open marriages left and right you can meet a guy on the internet that's cool with that but you don't even want to talk to the spouse that you got about an open marriage Man, I'll tell you the most bugged out thing on this podcast. I'd be like, yo, man, talk to your wife about open marriage. I tell the women, hey, man, talk to your husband about open marriage, right? You know what niggas tell me? V, I would never do that. The niggas that's telling me they'll never do that, they got a bitch in their phone right now that's not their wife. Right now. I'm like, my nigga, well, you live in open marriage right now. How come? And then vice versa. Women be like, nah, I can't let my old man do that. But you fucking your co-worker, sis. Oh, you fucking a guy. Bitch, you already in open marriage. But unfortunately, black men and black women have fell in love with being sneaks. It's something about the sneaking aspect, the sneaking and getting the cookies out the jar, the sneaking in the refrigerator. And then now you grew up and you, you know, because we remember your ass when you was a teenager, you snuck out the window. You know, you snuck from school and did this. You got older and you were so attracted to that sneaking shit. You need to get therapy, but you were so attracted to that sneaking shit you love it now when your husband leave your ass or your wife leave your ass and ain't no more sneaking the motherfucker you lost your family for they don't want you they don't want you what they gonna do with you beloved it's nothing that they can do with you we're gonna leave it here we're gonna leave it here again we want to say we appreciate this sister powerful testimony beloved we respect our sister for coming out and telling us her story. We got 30 minutes left. We're going to go over maybe another part two, part three, and then we'll leave it there. So we'll play it like that. Peace and black power to your family. We love it. We thank you guys so much for listening. We thank you guys for hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Content. It's from podcast. Your brother V, man. I'm getting it with you guys later. Peace.
Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.